It's news to us the week of April 17th, 2023. Hey, it's Eddie here, and Jason is here too, as always, and a lot to get to on the big show, Jason. Oh, man, there's so much to get to. I'm excited to jump right on in. Yeah, me too. Uh, from gavels to Gucci, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's decades long luxury gift gate. Sponsored by your friendly GOP mega donor. We'll talk about that. This is a weird, I mean, not weird. It's a unethical and scary thing going on with one of our Supreme Court justices, of course, Mr. Clarence Thomas. Uh, and then uh, buckle up for a buddy cop adventure gone wrong when two men dared to open up a secret New York Police Department branch inside of the Big Apple, all for the Chinese government. Mm. And then uh, we'll take a little trip to Montana where TikTok dances have been outlawed and residents are mourning the loss of their 15 seconds of fame. Goodbye, TikTok in Montana. Yeah, there's just so much to get to. Like we said, let's start the show right now. Here we go. Welcome to the United States of America. Global woman, radio exercise, imperialistic wrongs, and animal rights news. IW Radio. It's news to us. We are live on Adobe Radio. You can follow us on Twitter. It's news to us on Twitter. It's news to us also on Instagram. Come say what's up. The fastest growing Instagram in all of the land. All right. All right. There we are. I'm in the makeshift Adobe Studio in Burbank, California, I am uh, in beautiful Burbank at an Airbnb as our, I, I had to relocate. I had to leave the studio because it's being renovated. So we have a very exciting project going on right now in our studio, and uh, it's, it's completely under construction. We gutted the whole thing, and we are starting from scratch, basically. Wow. It's quite the undertaking. I'm excited to see what the space is going to look like and how videos yeah. are going to look like. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be state of the art. Ooh. And I think Jimmy Kimmel's always talking about moving his show into our space. He mm. likes it so much already. He stopped by. Mm, that's and, awesome. Uh, he, yeah, I don't he, know uh, where the studio audience would be, but you know, it'll well, be it's fine. yeah, we'll figure that out later, of course, but it's going to be an exciting upgrade for Adobe and the whole team is behind it. Uh, yes, I have been doing manual labor, but the mm. whole team has been doing manual labor and, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. It's fun to, to do that kind of thing sometimes, especially when it's not a home improvement, because if you have to fix something around the house, it's more of an obligation which mm -hmm. I do find fun, but this is a big, pr the Adobe studio is sort of like a, almost like a, an art project. Cause it's like, it's creating a new environment for yeah. our guests and our hosts. And it's going to be very exciting. We can't yeah, wait to I mean, share it's all creative. That. Yeah. It allows you to be creative versus, you know, practical. Right. Right. So, uh, it's, it's a, it's a very fun project. I Let me ask say. you this. Yes. Uh, how many splinters have you, taken uh at least 20 dozen Ooh. 20 dozen it's all for the love of the the craft though yes mm. yeah wow wow i would invest in a pair of gloves if i were you we have gloves but i said no i'm too man for the gloves <laughs> 
Yeah, we actually painted walls, and I was wearing a full hazmat suit. So I don't know if that's true. I uh, we I, I looked like uh, Walter White when we were painting <laughs> the walls. Some Breaking Bad action going on. People are like, "What are they doing in there?" Just painting one wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm covered just head the to trim. toe. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just like the, covering up a little, couple of spots needed. Some a little brushy brush, and I was wearing the uh, Walter White hazmat suit just in case. Full get up, air respirator, all of it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's what I'm up to over here at the Adobe HQ. What are you doing over there, Jason? How are things with you in beautiful Denver, Colorado? Mile high. Oh, mile high. It's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful weather. Spring. It's sunny out still right now. I love beautiful. this. Beautiful. Yes. You know, I love longer mm. daylight. I love daylight. So Yeah. I'm enjoying right. that. How about you? Are you enjoying the longer days now? Absolutely not. No, yeah. I, I no, I like I like the longer days. I like spring, but let's stop talking about the weather. Nobody gives a shit. What uh, you were talking about, Ron DeSantis. Your best friend. Before we came on the air, Ron DeSanctimonious, as uh Donald Trump calls him. <laughs> yeah, Ron uh, the is governor. very upset with they're very he's very upset with Disney. Pulling the rug yeah. under, you know, all the shadiness he's trying to pull uh, with them. And the feud is continuing, Eddie. Um, today in mm. a press conference, he made he passed the idea that maybe he would open a state penitentiary what? close to Disneyland. Disney World. Sorry, Disney World. Is that so him and all of his uh, Republican cohorts could uh, ride uh, on the rides after they're locked up? I don't think they're going to get locked crimes. up in Florida. Just okay. Yeah, but uh, I don't understand why he is waging war on the biggest thing that the Florida economy has going for it. That, that the Disney World brings in billions of dollars in revenue and employs a whole bunch of people, and he's like, and then the party of small government is trying to go after this big corporation. Yeah, talk about woke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and you shouldn't really mess with Disney because they have some of the best lawyers in all of business, in American all business. All of the land. They really do. They, you don't mess with the mouse, as they say. <laughs> well, they're schooling DeSantis right now, so it's fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, this could be the end of DeSantis is, is poking the mouse because what happens when Disney backs other candidates with all of their money? Hmm. Interesting. I guess we'll have to wait and see, Eddie. The feud continues, though. Right. Right. Okay. The the idiotic feud that is <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, let's pick on Disney. Like, I'm a man. I'm going to pick on Disney. That shows who you are, huh? He's such a moron, Ron DeSantis. Mm. He was also saying that he wanted all Disney content decisions to go through his office. So, you know. <laughs> I don't like the uh, the color of Mona's dress. Okay, you want you want to be doing that when you're supposed to be helping out your constituents? Go get a job yeah. at Disney. <laughs> Sounds like he wants to work for Disney, but they never let him, and this is sort of like his revenge. Yeah, they turned him down. He wanted to be an animator, and he turned in you know a couple of stick figure drawings, and they're like, no, sorry, sorry, Ronald. Maybe you could, Ronald, maybe you could uh, run one of the rides, you know, <laughs> yeah. the log ride. You can run the log ride for the little kitties. Wait, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, we can keep a, an eye on this story because there's just so much to talk about as far as DeSantis versus Disney. In fact, one of our previous shows, you can go back, I think uh, three or four ago, we uh, dive into it more, but that's the update on that. Okay. All right. So, so uh, let's talk about what's going on with Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice. He's engulfed in a big ethics scandal. Surprise, surprise. It's all part of the dirty deeds. We'll talk about that and more. Here we go. The Dirty Deeds. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. That's right. The most important stories. So uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, he has accepted luxury gifts from GOP, a a GOP mega donor for decades without disclosing them, according to a new report. Uh, this uh, report was put out by our friends over at ProPublica. They allowed us mm. to uh, talk about the story as long as we gave them a plug. Uh, there you go, friends at ProPublica. So uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, he uh, has accepted luxury gifts from a prominent Republican donor for more than 20 years, and he he hasn't disclosed any of these gifts, possibly violating a law. I always like that. Possibly violating. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. There, maybe there could possibly, maybe, perhaps be consequences. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Uh, possibly violating a law that requires Supreme Court justices, judges, and members of Congress to disclose gifts, according to this report. Hmm. And uh, this is a scandal because we have money influencing the highest court of the land, it appears. And uh, aren't our Supreme Court justices supposed to be impartial, Jason? I thought that was the whole point. Yeah, I mean, the, this, uh, the person who's been giving him all these lavish gifts is mega donor, donor Harlan Crow, a billionaire like a, from Texas. Harlan Crow sounds like a Batman villain, by the way, too. I will say that. Yeah. Well, he's been lining the pockets of uh, Clarence Thomas in in different ways, whether it be uh, private trips, private flights, um, di- buying houses, buying properties. And I mean, allowing Clarence Thomas to use his super yacht. Ooh. And his private jet. Yeah, and and all yeah. of this goes. It's, there's no cash money um, exchanging, right? Besides the sale of the property, but they're you know they're vacations. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I, a little bit of a gray area. They're trying to skirt uh, the law when clearly they weren't. But they I mean, did it for twenty years, Eddie. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I see what you mean by saying gray area because it's not money, but there is a, a law that says even gifts need to be disclosed for that Absolutely. reason. Absolutely. You know. So. Right. Yeah. So we're we're looking at uh, trips on private jet, and and a beautiful yacht. Our Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is being treated like a king, a man who. By the way, don't forget this this report that came out like three or four years ago. Clarence Thomas pretty much slept through every Supreme Court hearing. <laughs> Do you remember that that came out? And, and now, now we know why. Wife. He was way too busy partying on that yacht. And he gets to work and he's a little tired baby. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard life uh, partying on a super yacht and then taking a private plane um, back to D.C. Right. Mm. 
wherever he was partying. Yeah, and uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas also vacationed with executives at Verizon and Price Waterhouse Coopers, which I believe is the business from Mad Men. So he was hmm. uh, partying with Mad Men and uh, major GOP donors, plus the leader of the American Enterprise Institute. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, again, you know, our uh, our Supreme Court justices are supposed to be free of influence. They're supposed to be there just looking at the law and then making their rulings based on exactly what the law says. Yeah, now, they should be, in my mind, Supreme Court justices should be living a simple life where the love of the law and the rule of law, dick you know, they dedicate their lives to that. Not going jet-setting around the country and the world. Yeah, partying not, on super yachts. They should be at right. home drinking a cup of hot tea in a robe and a <laughs> chair in a parlor right. reading the newest, you know, case study in some weird court. Yeah, I mean this this should be where judges go to or or, or law professionals go to just kind of since since it's a lifetime appointment, this is where they should go to hone the uh, their their love for the law and look after the country because they're the highest court in the land. Their yeah. rulings affect 300 million Americans. But no, this guy obviously not taking his job seriously. If this report is true, he's using his position to enrich himself personally, which is something that uh, we don't suspect or ever expect to be happening with a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, that's so true. And I mean, I think, uh, you know, the fact that uh, this billionaire Harlan Crow bought Clarence Thomas's childhood home. Yeah. And, um, not, not only bought it from Clarence Thomas and his family, they bought two other homes along with this property. And they also did a huge amount of renovation Meanwhile, the justice's mo mother still lives in this this home. Yeah. And they didn't disclose any of that information. Clarence Thomas is required by law to disclose his financial um, outlook and, you know, all his investments and um, gains and losses. And he failed to disclose that purchase. Yeah, that's that's really suspect that he sold this childhood home to the same GOP donor, Harlan Crow, never disclosed it. And Clarence Thomas's mother still lives there. I mean, come on. And he made $133,000 off of it and did not disclose the sell of this home. Yeah. Nine years ago in 2014. And there is a, a law that is clear as day that says under federal law, an employee of the government, including Supreme Court, is supposed to report any real estate transaction worth more than a thousand dollars. So if this report is true, there you go. Boom. He violated that. The, the and, other. And yeah. A, yeah. And ProPublica's investigation, they went back and looked at Thomas's financial disclosures. And that year it was very detailed. He had everything listed from a stained glass medallion he received from the U Yale University to a life insurance policy that he was in, but he did not disclose the sell of this home. Wow. Yeah, this is I mean, also, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying this is what he did, but this is a classic money laundering tactic to 
sell real estate. You uh, you sell your home to somebody and then you enjoy living in it or have somebody else living in it without paying rent. And then you uh, just collected a bribe that looks like a real estate sale. But, you know, that's basically what uh, it, it appears to be is going on. If his mother is still living there. Yeah. I mean, after the um, Crow bought, purchased the home, they spent thirty to $40,000 in renovations to the home, including new, uh, new roof, uh, new fence, gates, carport. Um, yeah, they, they put a lot of investment all for Clarence Thomas's mom to have a nice home to live in rent free. And if this was this GOP mega donors way of buying Clarence Thomas, you have to like really think, uh, Clarence Thomas is a cheap date about $200,000. And that's all it takes to influence a Supreme court justice. Okay. I mean, this is all we know right now, Eddie. I wouldn't be surprised if there was more. Well, yeah, then there's also the, uh, well, yeah, we talked about the yacht and the jet, but yeah, you're right. There could be more. There could be more on top of that. And and, I mean, just throwing it out there, this is hypothetical. There's no truth to this whatsoever, but I would not be surprised if Crow had some sort of dirt on Clarence Thomas. Maybe he recorded him at a private party on the super yacht and maybe Clarence Thomas did something crazy there and he's using to blackmail him. That could happen, right? Uh, maybe he ate pudding with three fingers or something wild. Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. I'm that, just I'm, saying, like, that's the the point of not being, you know, I, to me, justices and, and public servants in general shouldn't be parting with billionaires because, you know, who knows? Like, your imagination could go wild at this point on what, you know, the person owes to the billionaire. Yeah, I, I agree. They shouldn't, but unfortunately, they do. And uh, because money controls everything in America, and money and power, money, power. All right, loyalty, uh, loyalty, money, power. The trifecta. Um, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse is a longtime advocate for more transparency and accountability on the Supreme Court and has issued a series of tweets following the story coming out saying that it's time to overhaul the uh, ethics laws surrounding the Supreme Court, essentially. And yeah, I, mm. I think so. If, if these people are going to be appointed lifetime appointments and, um, you know, I think there needs to be more oversight I think that makes sense. I do too. I will say yeah. though, that kind of pisses me off. Like firing off a bunch of tweets, like <laughs> do something more than fucking tweeting, please. Like, okay. I'm so sick of like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, but nothing you know, like do something. Otherwise shut up. <laughs> okay. There you go. There's a strong, strong, uh, opinion there for yeah. Sheldon Whitehouse from Jason. Do you want me to take that clip from the show and tweet him? I mean, I understand why he's... No, you don't have to do that. I understand why he, he does that, but man, just, I want something to be done. I want action, not just words. I think he deserves to hear what you have to say, though. Why not tweet to him? Oh, okay. Why tweet not? Away. We'll see use, what happens. Use our golden verification <laughs> super account, and right. we'll get through. Maybe, maybe you saying 
stop saying something and just do it. It'll be, it'll be like a realization. It'll be like, Oh, maybe I should stop doing, stop saying things and just, uh, and start doing things. Yeah. And pushing other people to do things like his idea is correct. Right. But it's just an idea. I, I want action. All right. We want want results, man. Action and results. Damn it. Damn it. All right. Well, we will definitely keep an eye on that story because I think that one's going to be developing and (laughs) Clarence Thomas is always doing something interesting for us to be paying attention to. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, The the guy never ceases to. Or his wife. uh, Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even get Jenny Thomas, his wife. Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. She is a, a MAGA Trump humper and is involved in many organizations around that. So that's a whole other scandal. Yeah. And this guy really needs to, to resign. He really yeah. does step down clearance Thomas from it's news to us. We say step down and uh, that this is the official word of a generation. Yeah. We're the first to call it. <laughs> can we say that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, we can. We're the first to publicly say that we believe that Clarence Thomas should step down. No other uh, show has the balls to say that. Not yet. But that's the official stance of its news to us. Clarence Thomas, step down, fold up your stupid little robe, and uh, just go retire and drink lemonade sitting on your On a yacht. Yeah, go 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 to your stupid yacht, enjoy your lemonade, but you don't have to be a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, take a nap on the yacht, not on the bench. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he realizes he'll never get on that yacht again if he stops being a Supreme Court justice because nobody will want to be his friend because he's a miserable fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You think he'll be able to go on the yacht now after this story broke? I don't know. Mm, He's probably on the yacht right now. Yeah, probably. Mm. <sighs> okay, more uh, to get to here. We have a lot more. So this is this is a crazy story coming up in just a minute. We should probably uh, hit, talk to our uh, talk about our sponsor and then hit a break. But you uh, brought in this crazy story about a New York City police station, a fake New York City police station being set up by I don't know. It, you're, you're, it says a secret Chinese police station in New York. So. Is it on behalf of the Chinese government? They they yes, set this up? yeah, that's yeah. It's not an actual police station. It's a Chinese. Oh, it's a Chinese police station. It was two individuals working <laughs> in co- collaboration with the Chinese government that opened up a p- police station in New York City. Wow. Hmm. Mm. Okay. This could be the plot for Rush Hour Four, probably. Mm. So, anyways, we will talk about that in a second. Uh, but first, real quick, thank you to Green Chef. We love Green Chef. Green Chef, they've expanded their menu with over 30 recipes weekly. Jason made a meatloaf, and you said it blew your mind because you put barbecue mm-hmm. sauce on there instead of, mm-hmm. what, ketchup? Is that what people usually put on the meatloaf is ketchup? That's what I'm used to, but barbecue sauce was a game changer. I also they wow. made, they had a, a, a recipe for uh, quesadillas that were out of this world. Now these mm. quesadillas, what made it out of this world exactly? What what did they do? Did they use barbecue sauce on those too, or was it a different no, no. condiment? 
did some ground turkey. We had some special seasonings, exclusive special. to Green Chef. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, some fresh vegetables. All came to my front door. Had instructions laid out on how I could prepare it. It was perfect. Ten it minutes, was, boom, made yeah. it. Eating in half an hour. That's a that's a, that's remarkable. This is unheard yeah. of. This is yeah. unheard of. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. We're talking uh, out-of-this-world quesadilla. Mm. Beautiful meatloaf. Mm. It's all waiting for you. I'm so hungry now. I know. I know. I'm salivating. Go to greenchef.com slash news to us 60 and use code news to us 60 and get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash news to us 60 code news to us 60. The number one meal kit for eating well is green chef. The Dirty Deeks. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Jason, this is a crazy story. You have to tell me more about this. A secret Chinese police station was set up in New York City on behalf of the Chinese government? That's right. Today, two men were arrested for establishing a secret police station in New York on behalf of the Chinese government. Uh, The Justice Department arrested these two individuals. It was uh, coming from an FBI investigation that uh, was first announced last fall um, or was closed last fall or the, the police station was closed last fall after the FBI investigation was announced into the, this secret police station. Now this is uh, a case that's part of a recent um, movement by the Chinese government to locate American pro-democracy activists who are openly critical of Beijing's policies to suppress their speech. So they had this secret police station and had individuals working and reporting back to the Chinese government, and they were tracking and monitoring people within the United States that were actively voicing uh, their opinions on Beijing and the Chinese government. I'm wondering, what did this secret police station look like exactly? Was it... A uh, regular-looking police station on the outside. Then you walk in, and it's a dim sum restaurant. Like, what was it like? Um, I don't have that information, but what I can gather, it seemed like it was a professional building. Um, pretty inconspicuous on the outside. They did help uh, some Chinese citizens um, get um, licenses uh, in China and other, um, I would say, on the up and up. Um, activities um now but they all, were... all while posing as police officers so these these uh, chinese citizens i guess in america they thought they were talking to american police officers they were chinese people chinese americans that were reporting back to the chinese government mm. so they weren't from china but they were american citizens that have ties to china got it Okay. All right. That that now that's interesting. I wonder how long this was going on for. How long can you have a faux police department in New York City mm. before people start to take notice? I don't think that information is in here, but I'm just wondering. 
how the hell long can you get away with this? How I mean, long was this going on? Yeah, it's not. This is just breaking right before we came on air. So I'm okay. sure we'll learn more. Um, now, but, what, what if I yeah. paid my parking ticket through that police department? Does it uh, still count? No. Mm. But but you will be investigated for giving money to the Chinese government. Oh, great. <laughs> I wonder if these police officers, these fake police officers, helped the community at all. If they really wanted to blend in, did they help old women cross the, the street and stuff like that? Or was it, you know, strictly hmm. paperwork? Yeah, I mean, like I said, they did some basic services like uh, renewing Chinese driver's licenses <laughs> and... Yeah, you know, hmm. building permits. I, you know, I'm not sure. Like, we're gonna find out more. Um, but it's kind of crazy that the Chinese government is that bold to have a secret police station. Right. I mean, was it a secret Chinese police station? Like, I'm, I'm confused by it as well. This is the reports we're seeing. Were they like Chinese policemen in New York? Like, I don't understand. Do they look like, you know, NYPD blue out there? Like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking is they look like NYPD blue. They were basically dressed up like uh, New York police. From what I, that's what it seems like to me at least. Mm. But maybe they imagine? were just like really big fans of NYPD blue and they were trying to create their own spinoff. Nobody has ever brought that up. I mean, that would be my defense if I were them. Yeah. Has nothing to do with espionage. I just like NYPD blue. Hmm. Well, uh, at no point did the two men register with the Justice Department as agents of a foreign government. The field office head of New York, the New York FBI field office head, Michael Driscoll, said that this is a blatant violation of our national sovereignty. So I don't know how more serious this could be than when the head of an FBI field office is saying this was a direct attack on our national sovereignty. Ah, yeah, those are big words. Because isn't that an act of war, or at least a major act of aggression? And we don't want to be involved in that when it comes to China. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, I mean, China. They were the mm-hmm. national. The Chinese government was operating in within our borders with an actual like boots on the ground operation within right. our country. Because police are basically. Soldiers, in a way, yeah, maybe a couple, you know, degrees removed. Operators, that's, that's they're operators. Scary, that's a scary yeah. situation, and it makes me wonder if they're bold enough to try it on American soil. I wonder if Americans have fake police departments in other nations. Do you think? Yeah, it's called the CIA. <laughs> okay. No, but wow, that that's a major story. And you're saying it's just breaking as we're getting on the air. So we're going to keep an eye on that one. Uh, Well, there's been a lot of talk about banning TikTok and a nationwide ban. I mean, it could possibly happen, but we don't know for sure. But uh, as far as a ban within a state border, Montana's house just gave final passage to a bill banning the social media app TikTok from operating in the state. That's right. Yeah. And a uh, vote today in the Montana's house, they passed the bill and now it's going to the governor's desk. Um, unclear if the governor will sign 
um, said Bill, uh, but looks like uh, potentially he will um, outlawing TikTok in Montana. So, wow, you will not be able to download TikTok. Um, this already this is going um, in accordance to there's a federal ban on TikTok on government owned devices right. by federal government as well as most state governments at this point. Because the concern is, is the company that owns TikTok is uh, just a, a side hustle of the Chinese government. Yeah, and, and yeah, well, essentially, and also, yeah, you're right. Essentially, they are also appearing to be uh, sympathizers with the Chinese government in one way or another. Not only sympathizers, but the like giving direct data information to right. the Chinese government. Yeah, they're not. They want to keep the Chinese government happy, which is obviously against our interests here. Because we just saw that TikTok CEO testify before Congress. And when he was asked about whether or not uh, the data collected from Americans would be used to uh uh what was the question that they had they asked if they would if if that data would be used as for for government purposes with the chinese government and he basically wouldn't answer the question he kind of brushed it off brushed it off it wouldn't say wouldn't give a yes or no yeah i mean back in december uh tiktok fired our bit dance bite dance bite dance yeah who owns TikTok? They fired four employees who had access to IP addresses and other data of two journalists while attempting to uncover the source of a leaked report about the company. So wow. they were able to go into these journalists' inf- you know data information and were able to find their IP addresses. And I mean, once you have an IP address for someone, right? Like you can get a lot of information about that person where they live. You know, personal information, everything. So, yeah, now, pretty scary stuff. I and mean, if they're reporting that to the Chinese government, essentially, if you have TikTok, I mean, some could argue that the Chinese government knows where you live. Oh no, not not Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping's coming for you now. We should also be worried about our American social media companies, too, because they collect the same amount of data. So let's just put that out there. And I think this was the point that AOC made is why do we give Zuckerberg a free pass and Elon Musk? They're collecting the same data. Oh, it's because they contribute directly to our economy. That's probably why. Or they don't directly contribute it to the government or pass that information to the government. Not directly, but there are back doors that the government government agencies have back doors into social media sites. Right. So yeah. it's. I think the problem with TikTok though is they're ha- they're willingly handing this information over to the Chinese government. I mean, they have no choice. They are a Chinese company, so there's the yeah. It's not a dictate. I mean, it's not a. It, it is a dictatorship over there. It's not a capitalist society where you can have a successful business and not be fucked with by the Chinese government. So, well, I mean, aren't all of our phones made overseas? Like what, who's to say there's nothing in our phones already? Well, uh, we, yeah, we don't, we, yeah, it's possible. 
But yeah. I don't know. Right? Could you imagine? Yeah. Everyone's Would you be surprised? Everyone. Well, yeah. yeah Would you be surprised? Yeah, because you're talking about iPhone manufacturing is done in China. I don't know how closely sealed these factories are where Apple has 14 year olds making iPhones. I don't, and 12 year olds. I don't, I don't, I don't know, like, how, what the security is like there. So who knows? Well, you know, the Chinese government's in there. Come on, Tim Apple. You Tim need to Apple. answer some questions. Yeah. All right. Well, so as far as the TikTok ban in Michigan, in Montana, rather. So if I have TikTok on my phone, do I have to delete it immediately if I live in Montana? No, the end user will not be penalized for having penalized. TikTok, penalized. You for, that, was your, that was your like prime opportunity to say peen on the show and you didn't do it. Um, fair. Um, <laughs> anyway, however, sorry. go ahead. What? App stores uh, will, um, if it's signed into law, app stores will not, will be fined for every user who downloads TikTok $10,000 per day per user. That's a lot of coin. Yeah. Now, a tech, a tech person, a tech yeah. journalist said that there is no way that the app, the app store, the Google, uh, or the Google store would be able yeah. to geofence and ban that app from being downloaded for a specific state. Is this guy an Apple fan? Is that why he's saying that? He's like, oh, Apple can geofence their apps, but not no. Google. A- Apple, Apple and Google, neither one could oh. do it. Now, I feel like they probably could. They just won't because you can geofence everything else in the world. Why can't you geofence an app download? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they do it for uh, the New York State. Or sorry, the Montana uh, Attorney General did say that they can ban certain, you know, states can ban um, betting or gambling sites. Why can't they? Exactly. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. They can. Yeah, you just said the Republican Attorney General had a great point. How do you feel? Uh, I don't know. I mean, good. I'm glad good. we're starting to build. We're, we're building that. We're bridging the gap. We're, we're bridging the gap here. I don't agree what with do. what how he wants to use his point, but I think he makes a good point. I'll give him that. I mean, because you, I think you can. Uh, yeah, you can geofence anything on the internet. That's that's. Not a big deal. This who said this? Some, what, who that we can't geofence app downloads? Uh, there was a uh, tech consultant. Oh, Wait, let me see <laughs> some tech consultant. Yeah, it's some guy. Oh, named a, Earl. A repre- Wait, oh. it's representative from the tech trade group TechNet told state lawmakers that app stores <laughs> do not have the ability to geofence apps. On a state by state basis. Technet. Technet. It's technet.net. It's some know. guy Marv in his basement and he has a bunch of computers. Technet. Technet. I don't know what Technet is. I Googled it and nothing's coming up. Company. It I'm seeing an automotive service. So I think TechNet is bogus. This uh, reporter might want to look into TechNet before uh, quoting TechNet. TechNet is the national bipartisan network of technology CEOs and senior executives that promotes the growth of the innovation economy. Bullshit. Mm. Maybe that's true, but uh, TechNet needs to upgrade from Windows 95. Mm. 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 
But, uh, you know, there you go. Sorry, kids. No TikTok in Montana, but uh, mm. square dancing and campfire sing-alongs are still fair game in uh, in Montana. So there's that. Oh, all right. That actually, sounds that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, that's actually that actually we should have more of that. I would rather do that than TikTok. I'm all, I'm fine with getting tic, getting rid of TikTok actually, but if you're gonna get rid no. of TikTok, you have to get rid of all of them. You no. can't just stop at one. That's my problem with it. Ban them all. Ban them all. Get, get, get Reddit. Get, get rid of Reddit. Well, get rid of all of it. Only certain people can use Reddit. Everybody else is out. <laughs> what do you mean certain people can use Reddit? What is <laughs> that? Right mean? people. <laughs> no, I mean uh, social media can be good. I just think it really is only benefiting a couple people at the top, like everything else in America. So, but that's a mm. problem with society. So, right. <sighs> well, we should hit a break. We have what's this? Uh, you gotta give us a little teaser for this last one you had. You brought you brought in a lot yeah. of heat, Jason. My God, my goodness. Well, uh, GOP Oklahoma officials yeah. are being investigated by the FBI for mm-hmm. um, unsavory comments that they made in a um, meeting recently. Unsavory, yeah, Ooh. including Ooh. how they wish they could hang African American people. Oh. Okay. And killing journalists. Oh God! All right, <laughs> Republicans. Mm. That's all we have to say about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, we'll get to that, and then also maybe get to some fun stuff too. We do have uh, some fun stories if we have time. But sometimes mm. there's there's no uh, there's no time for fun. So this last be, one's pretty. Welcome this to being is an adult. Pretty yeah. shitty story. Adobe Radio. It's Eddie here along with Jason. As always, get the podcast if you're on Adobe Radio to search for its news to us. We're also on social media. It's news to us everywhere on whatever social media you like to use. We're usually on TikTok and Twitter the most probably, but uh, give us a follow. Come say hello. We post videos and stuff like that. So, Well, uh, okay, this quick uh, terrible story, Jason. What's going on with this... um, the FBI investigating GOP Oklahoma officials. Yeah. So officials from McCurtain County, Oklahoma are being investigated by the FBI after they were caught on tape expressing their frustration about it, not being socially acceptable to beat up and hang black people uh. as well as their desires to hire hitmen to kill newspaper reporters. This audio was published by McCurtain Gazette news and it was released at uh, and it released a transcript of a recording from a county commissioner's meeting last month. In this uh, meeting, um, the county sheriff for McCurtain County, Kevin Clardy, the District 2 commissioner, Mark Jennings, investigator Alicia Manning, and the jail administrator, Larry Hendricks, were all heard on this recording saying some pretty awful things. All those names, I was like, yep, yep, yep. But then he said, Larry, not Larry. Not Larry. But oh, uh, yeah, man. it's, it's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah they were so, talking about. Yeah. Um, what, is this the, you have the quote uh, of the actual audio? Is that what uh, what we see here? Is this? Yeah. Yeah. There's some quotes um, from the audio that they printed. They didn't release the audio. The newspaper okay. is a print only 
paper and they printed the paper, but they they did uh, say that they were going to release the audio down the line so or down the road. They're print only, so are they going to release the audio on vinyl or something? Or possibly they have to pr- they, yeah they have to press the vinyl first. Okay, but that's terrible. So they were actually talking about killing and killing journalists. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, in the transcript, uh, in the meeting, the group was discussing a recent fire which killed a woman and her two dogs. Apparently, the woman uh, was outside of her house or a house, and her two dogs were inside, and she ran back in to try to save her dogs, and she ended up dying. Oh, and the, the this group, the group, the sheriff, the jail administrator, and a commissioner for the District 2 in uh, the county um, we're joking about how the woman's body parts were falling off her body. And that was similar to eating barbecue quote. So we get her in the body bag and Kyler goes, you do know what we got to do. Right. And, uh, someone else says, no, what? And he says, you go, he's, you got to preheat the oven 350 degrees, leave her in there for 15 minutes. So he's saying that about a human being, Eddie. That's one sick puppy. And you recommend 400 degrees for 20 minutes, right? When it comes to human flesh. I'm not going to go that because it's a tragic story, Eddie. It really is. It's terrible, and these people are sick, and they are elected officials. They are Republicans, of course. There you go, Republicans. An official meeting as well that they're saying this. I, Yeah, you know. Everything we've seen over the past decade, especially past five, seven years, I'm not surprised at all. Just beware of who you're voting for. If you agree with this, then have fun living there because it's a bunch of fucking animals. Right? Yeah. Jennings and Clardy uh, had an exchange that went back and forth about how society is making it unacceptable to lynch black people. And that black people have more yeah. rights than they do. Oh, yeah. Society made that unacceptable. Yeah. <sighs> what? What are you talking about? Society made that unacceptable. This person talking is probably, I don't know, 45 or something. When in your lifetime was that ever acceptable? And it was never acceptable to begin with. To the, the fact that you long for those days just mm. tells me you're a despicable person. So true. So true. They all. They went on to say uh, they were talking about reporters for the Gazette News that uh, had some unfavorable reporting on the the group, and Jennings uh, referred to Bruce Willingham and his son Chris that uh, he knows where two large pre-dug holes are located. If you ever need to get, if you ever need them, and he also said that he knows uh, two or three hitmen that are pretty quiet guys and uh, could take care of those two reporters. If you need to. Oh, what a badass. He, he knows two hitmen that are pretty quiet. It's Billy Bob and Joe. Yeah. Mm. I got two hitmen. They're pretty quiet. <laughs> okay. They got a big truck. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, mm. what a, so. Pretty I awful hope. story. A shitty story, right? Like terrible public These officials, are, what, what, a sheriff. Public. Yeah, a county sheriff man saying this shit like, God. you know, uh, these these titles, county sheriff, elected official mean nothing anymore. They really 
that doesn't mean that these people are upstanding citizens at this point. In fact, uh, many of shouldn't them it be are the best? Criminals. Yeah, shouldn't it be the best of what we have in our society? I feel like that we would do better if we had that. Absolutely. I mean, that's what you hope. But then you look at who runs for office and who wins, and then you think, uh, wow, people are actually voting for these individuals. So. Mm. Good mm-hmm. God. All right. That's a horrible, horrible story. Yeah. McCurtain County, Oklahoma. If you're in McCurtain County, Oklahoma, this is who you voted for. And you should probably, I don't know, vote for somebody else. Do better, McCurtain County. Do Spend better. your money in other counties. Do better. Move. I don't know. Sounds terrible. Mm. Um. Okay. So... Yeah, we're almost out of time here. Uh, a, a quick thing here, Jason. Here's a scenario for you. You're home alone, mm-hmm. and you get a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Now, do you pretend like you're not home and hope that this person leaves? Because you look through the peephole, and it looks like you know maybe it's somebody wearing a hoodie. Maybe they have like a a crowbar. Do you pretend to be not home and hope they just go away, or do you? Uh, answer and say, hi, I, I'm here. Mm. 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 I probably pretend I'm not home. Me too. Me too. And I've, I've had weird people ring my doorbell before. And that's exactly what I do. I pretend like I'm not home, but mm-hmm. uh, there is a crime reporter and this crime reporter says that that's the biggest mistake you can make is to pretend like you're not home. Mm. And here is why we are saving lives right now. Hi, everybody. Here's something that I wish more people knew. As the crime reporter, I talk about this all the time. So you should not get quiet and pretend you're not home whenever someone knocks on your door. I have interviewed hundreds of criminals, burglars particularly, in my 31 years as a crime reporter. And they vast majority of them tell me that they want to hit a house that's empty. They want to kick in your door when you're gone, take all your stuff, and leave. And it's terrible. If you come home and all your stuff is gone, people go, oh, it's a proper crime it's not it's very personal but it's way worse if you kick in that door and there you are inside pretending you're not there now you're face to face with a criminal yeah she goes on what do you think so far she goes on though she keeps going Mm, you know i have yeah so yeah i have uh I, i can see your point for sure but you hear about these stories and, you know, there's a story um, that's pretty horrific right now where an 84-year-old man opened the door and there was a teen, a black teenager he didn't recognize uh, who was trying to pick up his siblings and he went to the wrong home. This homeowner had opened the door and had his gun and shot and wounded this teenager so I don't know. Like, okay. Do you open the door? Or do you not open the door? I, I have well, no idea I don't know. Now. I don't know if she's saying to open the door. I say or not. no. Don't open the door. I uh, yeah, I, I agree with don't open the door. Because if they're trying to break in, then you call nine one one, right? Let's see what she says exactly. Or here. you could do like Home Alone style and you play a movie really loud, so they all of a sudden <laughs> they hear you. Yeah, maybe that's what she's recommending. Let's see what she says. 
So the vast majority of these burglars tell me they like to hit Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Why? Because they think you're gone, and that's really what most of them want, is for you to be gone. They want an empty house. But they're not sure you're gone, so what do they do? They knock. They listen. No footsteps, no voices, no TV, no radio. So what do you think the house is? Empty, and boom, they kick it. It's called a knock and a kick. And there's a lot of knock and kicks, you guys, every single month in green country. Mm. By the way, you can kick open a door that easily? Depends on the door, yeah. If you have, like, a hollow door, absolutely. If you have a solid door, a little more difficult. Yeah, so I've always been worried about locking myself out of my place, so I, I can just, like, kick it open? Well, you would damage it to where you'd have to pay to repair it. All right. So you need a plan for that, of course, if someone kicks in the door and you're there. But let's try to prevent that from happening altogether. So the next time somebody knocks, don't get quiet. Make noise. Go talk through the door. Can I help you? I'm not interested. Move along. They now know someone's inside. If you want, lie for safety and say, honey, get out of the shower. Somebody's at the door. Honey, stop loading the shotgun and feed the pit bulls. I mean, whatever you want to say to let them know someone's in that house. Hopefully more than it makes it sound like there's more than one person. Blast it. Blast yeah. the TV. Blast I'm, the TV. I like that. Uh, you know what she just said the, about the pit bulls. I was mm -hmm. moving once and moving by myself to a place and one of the movers asked me a question that I thought was kind of suspicious. He's like, you moving alone? <laughs> you know, and I, and I said, uh, oh, no, my roommate with his pit bulls is going to be moving in in a couple of hours. You're, just, you're barely missing him. Oh, hmm. yeah, because I didn't want I thought he might be casing me out or something because it really was just me. And I was pretty vulnerable in this move, you know, because moving is vulnerable. You have all your stuff out, you're busy, and you're not really paying attention. So, hmm. Interesting. The TV, stomp around, bang your pots and pans together, but let them know somebody's in that house because the burglars that I interview say once they realize someone's inside, the vast majority of them, again, will go find another house. They'll go look for an empty house. So I see so many cases, you guys, where it doesn't turn out well. Or someone hears someone knock and you think, oh, they'll just go away if I get quiet and hide um, and bad things happen. And I see this a lot with kids. So I would definitely encourage you to teach your kids if someone knocks, don't get quiet and pretend they're not there. Make a ruckus. Because again, the vast majority of these burglars won't come in if they know somebody's home. Be safe out there. So she's not saying don't answer the door. She's saying don't answer the door, but make noise. Be loud. Yeah, I think there's a difference there, right? Someone knocks, you look through the people, you don't know who it is, blast something, like yeah. talk, but don't open the door. Yeah, turn on its news to us really loud. Yeah. So that way there are two masculine voices in the home. Yeah, threatening voices. <laughs> threatening, authoritative, yeah. masculine, manly, big ball voices. <laughs> big ball voices. <laughs> <laughs> we'll protect you and your family. Next time you get a strange knock, just turn on its news to us. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. On the Adobe app, get the mm. show. All right. That's it, Jason. We're done. We did it. Another episode. Mm. You just gave me a nice bow. Mm. I mm. bow back to you, sir. Mm. <laughs> All right. Any uh, final words? Uh, just do your best, everyone. We're going to get through it. And 
you know, in this remote setup, I don't have the ability to play our little, uh, our little thingy. So that's a bunch of malarkey. Thank you very much. It's a bunch of malarkey. We'll see you next time on it's news to us.